Hello, Ambush, and welcome to this episode of the Desert Tiger Podcast. Here with me, your host, Colton G. And today on the show, we're joined by Ben Disaster, lead singer of Canadian punk band The Real Sickies, as we dive behind The Real Sickies, a brand new album love is for lovers and oh my goodness is that not the truth and we're going to be diving behind how the band has gotten to this point coming out of their 2020 album quarantined which the band wrote and recorded in seven freaking days as the world was shutting down so going from an album that was like I just said, recorded and written in seven days. How was this sort of transition into this new album, Love is for Lovers? How much time did the band have to craft these tracks? And of course, we're going to dive into some of these tracks as well, like Communication Breakdown and the incredible music video that the real sickies put together for this incredible song and we're also going to talk about what it might be like to finally return to live music all of this and oh so much more here today with a ben disaster and it's all brought to you by deserttigermerch.com where you go to cop yourself something to represent the show Now that you know who this episode's brought to you by, and now that you know who our guest is, it's now time to dive into this conversation with a Ben disaster as he tells us why love is for lovers. So let's go. The Desert Tiger Podcast. Hello. Hello, Ben. How's it going? Good. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. I mean, it's uh the heat wave has finally broken here in BC. Well, I mean, the ridiculous part of it. So, <laughs> I survived. I survived it thankfully. So, uh, doing all right. That's good. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I didn't realize how uh, hot it was there, and then kind of came here. And I was like, oh yeah, it's getting toasty out there. <laughs> yeah, no, I think yesterday hit about a solid 49 degrees here in Kamloops. So, yeah. <laughs> Kamloops is where you're out of. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, it gets pretty, pretty toasty there too because it's deserty, right? It is very much a desert. A lot of people actually don't realize that, but it gets super dry. Like actually, Lytton, which is like two hours away from us, is like hit pretty much just under fifty degrees yesterday in the last couple of days too. And they just had a massive fire yesterday. Like community is just got rocked by this massive fire and it just took off because everything was so dry. Damn. Yeah. It's so, it's so dry and hot. It's like, you don't even have like energy to cry. <laughs> it evaporates immediately. I've been crying nonstop and it's just, can't even see it. <laughs> I wish I could cry. I'm crying because I can't even cry. <laughs> uh, you've been ha- doing good, handling everything all right? Yeah, all right. Not too bad. I mean, it was weird getting on a on a Zoom call. I was like hearing the the audio like test and stuff like that. Just reminded me of like the early pandemic days of like this is what we gotta do. It's like yeah, the weird sounds. It's like uh, when you have a 
a certain alarm for a really long time or an album that you listen to it during a relationship and you break up and then you hear that album. That's what Zoom uh, calls are going to be to a lot of people one day. That quarantine PS or PTSD going on. Yeah, big time. But yeah, it's been okay. Just uh, hammering out uh, a giant heart out of a... I found this giant piece of wood uh, in a wood bin near my house. It's it was I almost blew my knee out carrying it. It was so heavy. But you're making it into a heart. Yeah, I'm carving. A, it would be easier to take the outsides of it and make a make a heart. But instead, I'm carving the inside of it. I don't even know why. I just was staring at it and like, what are you gonna do with this? I guess make a heart out of it. See what it turns into. See how it goes. Right. Yeah. yeah. Gotta try. Gotta try. <laughs> like wood kindling, you know, at least. Like all the little pieces, fire starters. So it worked for it, I guess. Yeah, it's got a purpose there, a double purpose there then, I guess. Uh, good thing on you for thinking on uh, how to make use with all of the pieces of this. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of what you got to do. You got to look at all sides of it and, you know, figure it out, I guess. Exactly. Exactly. There's many sides to a story, so. Yeah. We're here to get your side of the story going into this upcoming album here. Love is for lovers. Are you ready to dive into things here today? Yeah, I think so. Okay. All right. Awesome. I'm excited for it. So, of course, I want to lay a little bit of a foundation for the album. So for the listeners that are listening, we just mentioned, of course, we're coming out of the quarantine here. And in 2020, you released an entire album, 10 tracks. Um, on just basically quarantine songs. So a very fun album, very much based on what was happening at the time, what we were dealing with. So what was it like to sort of do that album and then coming out of something that was just sort of that piece of moment, that piece of time that we were living into? And then what were you trying to move into and capture after that? (laughs) Well, it was, uh, it was a lot of, uh, lyric writing i think i probably wrote a full notebook worth of stuff in that time um with quarantine we kind of we were on tour with real mckenzie's and we had a week left and we were kind of like what are we going to do with this week like we're still on band time so you know let's get to work and so yeah we had decided that we would just collectively write and record uh, and release this album in seven days. And it was a pretty intense slog. Uh, it, I was still going to work and then I would kind of come up with some ideas for lyrics. I'd listen to the melody in the day and then go straight to the basement and try and lay down the vocals for, for that and figure out the actual words. And, uh, my setup was pretty shitty. I could hear, um, I could hear like CBC radio playing in the background as I'm singing and picking up the signals. And I think if you listen to it close enough, you could probably hear it in the background, but, uh, but it was interesting because with that information coming in to my ears, as I'm singing, it's all COVID related and it's all like just in your face. And, uh, and I think it was kind of, it was almost easier to come up with the lyrics because everything was so there. Um, 
there was, it was a joke within itself of like seeing how shitty it was going to be and how people weren't taking it seriously. And, uh, the crossover between coming out of that and kind of, I guess, I guess in a sense, we were working on love is for lovers prior, prior to quarantine. We were demoing it. We were touring some of the songs, getting ready to record them properly. And quarantine kind of just snuck in there. We we're like, let's, let's do this first and then come back to Love Us for Lovers. And I was kind of already writing a ton of lyrics for that at the time. It was interesting to see the, the transition of lyrics about love and relationships to love and relationships in a COVID era. And uh, yeah, so sorry, I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep on, on subject here. I don't know if I took my meds this morning. <laughs> ah, no worries, brother. You're keeping good track. You're keeping good track. Yeah. So, so it was with quarantine, it was so rapid fast and you didn't really have time to think about it. And love us for lovers. We maybe had, too much time to think about it and and it kind of because of that we had demoed the songs maybe two or three times before they actually came to came to the proper life form um and i I think where we ended on it it i'm really happy with it like it the amount of work that went into love is for lovers uh leading up to it and to actually finally get it done uh the trials and tribulations uh that came with it um it was actually more intense than writing and recording an album in seven days i'd say (laughs) (laughs) just that amount of time of to be able to think things through and like you said it sort of was a change where from like a regular album cycle where this time you had maybe a little bit more time to reflect. And I like how you mentioned there the relationships before the quarantine and then during because the quarantine did put a strain on quite a few relationships as some people realized, I don't know if I can spend this much time with like the people inside of my house or whatever the situation happened to be, right? Yeah, I mean, it also, in a sense, like made you kind of think like, who do I actually want to be around? Like, who do I want to, if I'm stuck in here and I can find happiness within and contain myself, you can kind of start seeing the different areas in your life that were bringing stress. Like there was obviously COVID stress, but you, for me anyway, you could kind of separate the outside world and be like, Oh yeah, you know, maybe I didn't really like that so much. And, uh, and, and it kind of really it gave it gave me a lot of thing time to think about relationships and and what they mean to me as well. So I, th- I think that also would have have had an impact on Love Us for Lovers as well. I think lyrically. So it's not just the impact of relationships with love itself and people. It's also the relationships with our hobbies, the things that we do, maybe our jobs, just everything that we interact with. Yeah, exactly. Just any little thing, depending on how you perceive it, can affect you. And it can affect everyone differently, too. And 
and kind of seeing, uh, watching uh, close ones struggle with with an issue where it means so much to them. But for you, you can kind of just see, you can see the outside of the tunnel. You can see their problem and how to solve it, but you can't solve anything for anyone. Uh, and so in a lot of ways, watching people kind of struggle, cope with it. Uh, and, and, uh, yeah, like just kind of the evolution of it, like relationships, just, I think a lot of things have changed. It'll be interesting, like to actually start going out in public again and, and seeing people because I mean, I always wanted to sit in the, in the back of the corner and not talk to anyone anyway. So like not much has changed for me, but, uh, but I do miss people and it'll be interesting to see how we kind of come back, I guess, but hmm. see how people like exactly how they come back and how they deal with things. Cause we're actually going to be able to see the expression on people's faces for the first time in a long time and otherwise and are some people just going to try and sink into the normal they had before or some people going to like take lessons from this and maybe value their interactions with different individuals a little bit more right yeah yeah and uh some people might have a lot of built up anger some people might have a lot of uh built up compassion some people might just be really lonely and need to see each other so it's yeah it'll be i don't know it's gonna be an interesting new world and i yeah i think trying trying to treat people with compassion and, and respect and uh with love you know so it'll be it'll be interesting well love is a very important energy and everybody deserves the opportunity to feel the embrace of love itself. So let's dive a little bit into love is for lovers here a little bit further. So the album title and the title track from my research, from what I can see, it's sort of inspired by a little bit of a hate towards the idea of love that maybe you are seeing in some of your own work and some of like the own production. And of course, inside of our own world. Yeah, definitely. It was uh it it was more of a a stand against uh I mean it's an obvious message that yes, love is for lovers, but it was a stand against the oppressing side of it that uh the hatred that comes towards it uh where people are told they cannot be in love with a man or you know a different race uh genders and just seeing the the kind of encroachment on people's rights um and that's the message is to stand up against that it's it's to be like no like this is okay we are all one it doesn't matter who we are let's just you know it's so it's not just the obvious statement um <laughs> i saw i saw a really short interview of love is for lovers it said um it said really simple lyrics <laughs> and i laughed i was just like oh man like i don't know if it's that simple i think it's there's a lot of different meanings to it and it's up to interpretation i know that i have my own meanings of it but i also notice that 
any time that I sing a song, it can change the feeling, but the words can be the exact same. And uh, so it's more, it's, it's not simple. <laughs> There's a lot of messages going on and it's supposed to make you think. And I think you don't want to overcomplicate things to, because then people just, they're not thinking about it. They're, the message isn't actually coming across, but it's not simple. <laughs> well, it's, and sometimes some people maybe aren't listening for what exactly it is that you're trying to get across because they look at it and, oh, okay, it's just love. Love is for love. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah. No, it's an obvious thing. Whereas, like you say, you're trying to go into the fact that there's been disparity towards various love and relationships, whether it is between races, genders, whatever it happens to be. And it's been going on for a long time, whether it happens to be through law, religion, whatever, the force that happens to be trying to put that negative light onto what is love, what should be positive, and what everybody, like we have said, should be able to feel. It's exactly that is there has been a lot of pressure in the world to try and make love one thing when really love is everything yeah it's it's it becomes it's not just like an emotion towards somebody it's it is compassion to humanity and and environment uh to everything around you. Like, I don't know, maybe I watched too much Star Trek and, and it was like, yeah, we can definitely have an ideal world where everyone has the same rights. Uh, but even in that, they travel to places that are still struggling and they try and teach that message uh, in all these episodes. And so, you know, it, nothing can be utopian, uh, but I think the goal is to strive for betterness in humanity towards each other and and that does come uh with love for yourself love for the people around you but also you know uh when there are people trying to hurt other people it's good to stand up against it and you don't have to be violent uh but there needs to be change. Absolutely. It's absolutely true. And we can learn and we can grow from this past. And from there, we can maybe create a world that's a little more loving, a little more embracing, and that way, a little more respecting for everybody that is a part of it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I'd like to see anyway. If it happens, we'll see. All you can do is try individually, I guess, right? Exactly. It happens. It happens. And like we said earlier, some people aren't exactly trying to listen for that message. They have their own ideals. They have their own agendas. And hopefully with time, they can learn too. But sometimes there's a little bit of a communication breakdown. And maybe that was a lame transition. No, that was great. But I, but I want to talk about this first single that came off of this album as well. And the hilarious music video because i was laughing the entire time i was watching this thing nice yeah that was uh the video was a lot of fun uh i wanted to do an airplane video for a really long time 
Um, and this one just kind of presented itself with the opportunity. Uh, and the props were a lot of fun to make. Uh, building the cage was super fun. Uh, I was actually building it and my neighbor came over and asked me like, Oh, what are you working on? I'm like, Oh, just building a cage. And I kind of realized like, that's a weird thing to say to your neighbor. Like, I don't even know the guy, you know? And then I, I was trying to saw it and make it really thin. And my saw was just, it wasn't working. So I had to ask him if I could borrow a saw the next day um, to build my cage. And yeah, he must've just thought I was the weirdest guy. I don't know. Welcome to the neighborhood, I guess. Uh, but yeah, the video, it was really fun to, to actually get in a giant room and have the area to actually move. Um, and the freedom, uh, Jesse Nash did a really great job, like putting stuff together. Um, I spent hours looking up uh, stuff that we'd be using in the background. We didn't use any of it, <laughs> but uh, a lot of time went into it. Um, and yeah, the, the, the theme of it too is, is communication breakdown would being like, you know, you want to care for somebody, but you just can't get your words out. Like when you are so stuck in anger towards somebody, you can't let go of something. There's no way to move forward. Uh, and it's just, it's not just the communication breakdown. It's like everything breaks down. Like it's, it all just falls apart. If you can't talk, if you can't, figure out your shit together or with somebody you can't you're not you you're not only just letting something stop there you're also just holding yourself back from from not being able to move forward and that becomes on you it's it's that cycle and you can start resenting somebody because you're holding on to something and it becomes you know your problem but then it's just like the yeah big old communication breakdown it's uh it's good to talk, you know? Absolutely. It's good to actually be able to do exactly that. Communicate, discuss, and that's a big part of respecting other people as well is being able to hear their experiences, what they've gone through, what their opinions are, and once again, learn from these things, grow from these things. Definitely. And I think learning about your own emotions like there's different so many different emotions uh and some people just kind of have happiness and anger and they don't know or won't admit that they're sad so that turns to anger uh they could be jealous but that turns into anger like all these little things without actually learning and thinking about what you're feeling it's hard to be able to even like comprehend what somebody else might be thinking and feeling. And so it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot of personal growth that needs to happen to make those things happen. Very insightful, very insightful. I enjoy that. And I love how with that insightful song, we can end up getting a very fun music video as well, because we should be able to have fun while we're on this journey as well. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, it's important to take things like think about them heavily, but also take them lighthearted, uh, not to weigh them 
weigh you down. And I think, uh, I think having the idea with that video is like, keep getting stuck into and thrown into these situations where like, there's just no way out. There's, there's nothing you can do. And you just keep like circling and, um, but to find the good part of it, like, okay, well, there's always something to laugh at. There's something here that can make me smile. I just got to look for it. Uh, and I think, yeah, having the serious topic of that, even though it's not that serious, it is, uh, it's something to think about. And so, yeah, to team it up, pair it up with, uh, with a big gorilla whipping uh, these, these miserable humans that in this cage that is just about to fall over as soon as you blow on it uh you know it's it's fun it's it's a good it was a good time ah fantastic good time indeed and especially when you say that this album process this crafting process may have been the most difficult at least difficult more than that seven day stretch so now that we're finally getting to that time where the album is going to be released, what does it feel like to finally, after pretty much two years probably of trying to put this together and out, what is it like to finally be able to have it ready to be out into the world? Well, I will say that I'm glad that I spent those two years in therapy. <laughs> uh, it's gotten got helped me get to a point where I can uh, accept a lot of the stuff that has come with it um, and deal with it. To me personally, to see it finally come out, uh, it feels like the hard work was worth it. It that it deserved to me to come out and see the light of day uh, and to be properly done to like actually, you know, not just, put it out and be like, Hey, well, it's out. Like, I still believe that, uh, it's worth listening to. And I still believe the album is important to me. I don't know if other people care about it. you like the video. So somebody likes it. Um, but yeah, it's, it is nice to finally see something come together and holding it in, in your hands and be like, Oh yeah, like we did this took a long time there was like many uh many casualties on the way but uh yeah it's just uh it feels good i'm happy to finally have it and it also doesn't it was weird like when i got the record usually i'm like oh my god i gotta go home and listen to this right away and i'm really excited and this one i was just like is is this actually here right now like is it it's good you know, make sure, like, is this real right now? You know, so it's, it's different. Um, and mostly you've been ca like caught up on the side of trying to promote it. And, uh, and so it still hasn't really like set in that it's like, Oh yeah. Like this is, this is here. Um, I think maybe when we start playing shows again and when things kind of settle down and, and the dust has settled, uh, I'll be able to appreciate it even more, but right now I'm, I'm just very grateful to, to see it. Uh, I'm thankful for everyone who's put in time and, and energy towards it. So yeah, it's, uh, it brings up a lot of different 
a lot of different emotions, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. And as you say, it would be nice to be able to play it live as well. And hopefully, potentially, it's uh, things are looking like we might finally get there too. So you might have that opportunity sooner than later. Yeah, it's weird kind of seeing some offers start to come in. And, and even that is like, well, is this real? Is this possible? Like, I want to say yes, but it's hard to believe it yet, you know? And, and I also, you know, I want things to start launching up and going again. I want to see it. I, I know that so many people desperately need it. Uh, but it's also, I still kind of think about it, like in the background, like I'm probably still going to be wearing masks a lot of time. I'm still, there's a lot of habits that I'll probably carry forward just to make sure that other people are, are safe and, uh, but I really want to see it. So yeah, getting the, getting offers in, it's, it's, a uh, it's weird. Like, where are we? Where, what did we, did the last like year just happen? Like, like what's going on? It, it, it'll definitely be interesting because it's, it's going to be hard to gauge where are the fans at? What are the different, like everybody at? And it's one thing that I was talking to about with somebody is like, some people might even like, need breaks where like you know or like they'd have the smoke deck or you go outside because you have to like cool down from the crowd or whatever there's going to be some people who are just going to like i haven't been around this many people in a long time and i just need to go outside for a second and just like all right i have space i have space (laughs) yeah it'll be and, and like obviously like uh i would hope that there'd be no more spitting like on bands or bands spitting into the crowd I definitely won't be throwing any uh, open water bottles into the crowd anymore. That's for sure. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe be a little more, like you said before, a little more responsible with how we interact with everybody, but hopefully as time goes on and if things do progress and it does become safe, hopefully we can get to a point where a we're not spitting on people, but we're still having a good time interacting with each other and dancing and partying. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ben Disaster, I have had a blast chatting here, and I want to thank you so very much for joining me on the Desert Tiger Podcast. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much for checking out the music, and we'll, uh, I'm sure we'll touch base again soon. Ambush, I hope that you enjoyed this conversation here with Ben Disaster of The Real. Sickies and the Real Sickies new album, Love is for Lovers, drops this Friday. And you do not want to miss out on it. But if you're just so impatient that you can't wait, you can go ahead and listen to the title track and communication as well as the rest of the Real Sickies catalog over on your favorite music streaming service. And with that, it's now time to give Ben Disaster, a final roaring DTP. Thank you for joining us here on the show. And I have to go ahead and thank Chad from over at Nice Marmot for setting this conversation up. I need to thank Chairman from yourpodcasteditor.com for making everything sound so good. And I need to thank you, The Am, for checking this episode out. If you have yet to join with The Am, 
It's as easy as subscribing to the show, and you can also help us grow by sharing this episode, giving us a five-star review by checking out DesertTigerMerch.com and copying yourself something to represent the show. Look oh so good while doing so. And with that, it's now time that we say our bye-byes, but not before I tell you to go find your mountaintop, your oasis, your roar, and then let your roar out into the world and let them know just how powerful, how wondrous, and how beautiful you and your roar are because you, yes, you, are all three of these things and oh, so much more. And I hope that you believe that. And until next time, bye-bye, ambush. The Desert Tiger Podcast.